the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. the one that you're looking for. You may not know it yet, but I think I'm the one you're looking for. If you're looking around for a place to go to every night of the week, have a little fun, have some laughs, hear a little serious opinion, as we say in the South. Glad to have you guys here with me every night of the week, especially on a night uh, like this. I mean, it's storming all across the state. We had some rain here in San Diego today, but I think we've kind of gotten the best of it of in, in terms of what's happening across the state. We're going to update you. If you are in one of the areas that's hard hit right now, flooding happening, I think there's even some missing people right now. Um, we're going to give you an update of what's been happening, but I'd love to hear from you guys if you're anywhere affected by the storm. I think upwards of 40,000 people may have been evacuated. 888-344-1170. That's our call-in number to be live on the show. You can always email me at andreakshow.com. Got some emails, by the way, to read to you guys that have come in. So always love to hear from you guys, whether it's on the phone, whether you're emailing me, or whether you're commenting right now, like many of you are, as we are streaming live on Facebook on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, as well as on my Twitter. Glad to have you guys here with me. Breaking news. Man, I, it, I'm old enough to remember when a whole bunch of FBI agents raided the home of a former president and dug through the undie drawer, the feminine unmentionable drawer of a former first lady over some classified documents. But yet I'm, I've yet to see anybody raiding the home of the former vice president now Oval Office occupant over classified documents that dude stole. And we've got to talk about that story tonight. A whole lot of hypocrisy happening, a whole lot of backpedaling, a whole lot of obfuscation happening, and a whole lot of trying to look the other way by the Department of Justice happening. Tom DeBacaro, I think he's our favorite political pundit, and particularly because he's also got the legal expertise behind is going to be here to weigh in on that. Those topics and so much more to share with you guys tonight. And the man who keeps it rolling every night of the week, whether it's a storm or whether it's blue skies, it's my man, DJ Potato Skins. As I'll be giving the weather report a little bit later on, Andrea, it is a good thing. Most people don't know, Potato Skins float they do float okay well maybe this one does well that you may float but when i eat a potato skin it's kind of loaded down with enough crumbled crispy bacon that it's not likely to float that's how i roll with my tater skins okay we gotta we gotta get into the story um okay so breaking news this actually happened last night breaking news we find out that back in november right before the midterm elections Classified documents were found at a, quote, think tank, the, uh, the office of Joe Biden, former vice president, think tank, 
at the D.C. It's interesting because I guess it's University Penn at University of Pennsylvania's think tank named after Joe Biden, but the office is in D.C. Um, also, um, and who's the big funder of this think tank, by the way? Well, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, of course. I mean, hello, duh. That's who's that's who's funded the Biden family and the Biden cartel now for, for many, many years. So this, the story is classified documents were found before the midterm elections in November. And um, we don't know how long those classified documents were. We're sitting there in that think tank. We don't know exactly what's in these classified documents. We know they're supposedly related to Ukraine and to Iran. We don't know how long they've been at this think tank. We don't know where they were between the time that he was vice president and the time that, and what these where these documents were between the time that he stole them out of the office of the vice president and took them to this think tank we don't know we also don't know how many other classified documents are out floating around anywhere from the vice from the vice president's office here's what we do know a vice president cannot declassify documents when a raid was done, a pre-dawn raid, while the, while the former, well, I don't know if it was pre-dawn, but while a former president of the United States was away, his private home was raided. Big black SUVs rolling up, multiple FBI agents, his own attorneys told they had to stay outside of the house. They were told to shut off videotape, which the uh, Trump uh, people did not do. Spent hours rifling not through his office not well rifling not just through his office but the private residences of the former president and the former first lady we were told at that point that it was a threat to national security that he had no business with these classified documents his own former ag bill barr came out against him and basically said he should be prosecuted where is bill barr tonight where are you big man with the bigger mouth and the bigger yellow streak down your back who did nothing against the corruption and the graft going on. If Joe Biden was a Republican, he'd already be in jail. He has no power to declassify any documents. He stole classified documents. And then when they were found days before an election that was withheld from the American people, and once again, an election was manipulated by the withholding of important information about what's going on in the United States and with the government and the the occupant of the White House. I can't stand to call him president. Lots of excuses going on today about this. Here's what Joy Behar had to say about this, because now it's um, and they're all they all seem to be missing the point as they try to come up with excuses to try to justify what he did and how it's so much better the way Joe Biden uh, hauled off with classified documents and the way the, the former president did completely missing the point, the most important salient point is that it was never a crime if if President Trump took classified documents because he had the power to declassify them whenever he wanted but there's no justification. This is a crime that's been committed and includes national security interest and not just because the documents are related to Ukraine. People are saying, well, obviously he's t- he took them as a way to try to cover up the crimes that were committed with Joe Biden and Burisma and all the other ways in which he flew around and and, and exploited his, his office of uh, uh, as vice president for gain for his family. I don't know, as dumb as Joe Biden is, 
as brazen as he is, as arrogant as he is, I don't know that he intentionally decided to steal classified documents related to his crimes in the, in the form of corruption and then left them at a think tank. You'd think if he was going to take to take these documents in order to cover up for his kid and the crimes that he committed with his kid and and align the pockets of his kid and, and his family members, you'd think he'd have them stored in a basement somewhere. Not in a these thing. woke, high IQ, stupid people. You think that he'd? You, you, well, yeah, I don't think he's a high IQ, stupid person, but I think he thinks that we're stupid, right? Joy Behar must think we're stupid because here's what she had to say about it. Clip four. Really, I, but, mean, I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah, right. That, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, it's not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. You know, <laughs> we know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's probably what's I got, going on. I can't on. listen to her anymore. I know I was going to play the whole clip, but you know how I am. I have so little patience. And you know we rarely play clips of The View. And the reason why I wanted to play that is I wanted to show you the extent of, first of all, some of the most moronic minds that we have in this country. And that is, the, in my opinion, not Joy Behar, but the idiots in the audience clapping. We know Trump's the liar and the thief. Really? When did Trump lie? Trump is the president and can, and can declassify documents. How was Trump a thief? Trump didn't steal classified documents. The crimes here were committed by Joe Biden. And the excuses just, just magnify the mendacity, the arrogance of the left. Here's, here is, and, and, and even worse than the audience members, because you know what? I get Joy Behar doesn't have the sense God gave a donut. I get that she is a, a repugnant, uh, a poor excuse for a political commentator. But shame on those audience members who clapped. Even worse, shame on this former Republican who, in order to get a paid gig on MSNBC, had to try to come up with his own excuses for why what Trump did as a president, who has the legal right to declassify documents, how what Trump did was so much worse than a former vice president who has no legal right to take a classified document anywhere off the premises. Here is a former Republican and his excuses. Clip five. Okay, we're going to get the legal outlook on this in just a moment and the comparisons and and the not-so-close comparisons to what's going on with Donald Trump. Uh, Stay with us for that. Ken Delaney and Garrett Hake, thank you very much. Joining me now on the political side of this is Republican Congressman from Florida, Carlos Corbello. He's also an MSNBC political analyst. How are Republicans going to use this? Well, Katie, obviously this is fodder for Republicans. Uh, They are... uh chomping at the bit to get deep into this to uh, show that uh, there are different standards in their view and the Duh. way uh, former President Trump has been treated and uh, the way some prominent Democrats, including uh, President Biden, have been treated. So I think we can expect to hear a lot about this over the coming weeks. And I think some Republicans will reasonably make the argument that there has to be one standard uh, for all public officials, for all elected officials. Uh, and other Republicans are just going to try to Uh, spike the football here in the end zone and uh, make as much political hay out of this as possible, making things worse. Can we stop the clip there? Um, I I wanted to split the clip up because he's talking about we got to have one standard for all public officials. There needs to be, the standard needs to be to equally apply the law. The standard here does not need to be that a president 
who has the legal right to declassify documents be treated the same as a vice president who doesn't? No, we're not going to go that route. The vice president, Joe Biden, had no legal right to take these classified documents out, and he needs to be prosecuted under the Espionage Act, just like Hillary Clinton should have been prosecuted under the Espionage Act for destroying 30,000 pieces of government property that were under, under subpoena. My head's already hurting. Could have quickly go to the phones. Do we have somebody on the line? All righty. Well, we're going to take a break. and we come back, Tom DeBacaro is going to leave a comment. He's going to be with us to talk about this on the other side of the break. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have a little break there. My blood pressure was starting to go through the roof. So aggravating uh, with everything that's been done to Donald Trump, all in the course to try to stop him from being able to run for re-election, including raiding his home. Feds digging through Melania Trump's underwear drawer, literally. Poor gal had to go buy a whole new wardrobe after they manhandled it. And then now we find out days before the midterm elections, he made off with classified documents as vice president when he has no ability to declassify documents. And, of course, that was hidden from the midterms. And now everybody's twisting themselves into a pretzel to try to justify it. Here to share his perspective on it, as always. Hopefully he's dried out. Hopefully he has squeegeed himself and gotten himself dry from the rains up in Northern California to be on the show tonight. Hello, Tom DeBacaro, author of Divided Era. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you for having me on. And what sweet uh, (laughs) karma. This is, of course, totally, uh, totally absurd. Although I will say this, Joe Biden said that he was surprised to learn of this. (laughs) Now, he may well have been surprised because he can't remember Jack. Uh huh. Well, you know what is is that what we've got here? The cognitive um, disability defense. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't. I. It's not my fault. I'm too. I'm too in decline and too old and decrepit and stupid. Okay. Yeah. That, well. So you know we can we should be able to dispense with this rationally rather quickly. The law is pretty simple. You can't take classified information away from legally defined secured areas. Okay? Okay. In other words, a classified document is held in certain government offices, and you're not even allowed to take notes on what's in there, and you're certainly not allowed to walk away with the document, unless you have an exception related to that. Now, the Office of the Presidency has always had those exceptions because it's a moving thing. You can't have the president in one place, yet he has to always have access. Mm -hmm. So there's some leeway there. There's no leeway for the vice president. There was no leeway for the secretary of state. Now, the difference, this is worse than Hillary, and that's pretty hard to believe, right? Because clearly she had a server in her home, Mm -hmm. classified information was going in and out of there, 
and they just washed over it, right? Why? Because the DOJ and the FBI have become so politicized, they want to determine who can be president and who can't. Yep. Period, full stop. That was pretty much the title of my op-ed on that at one point. So now we get to Joe Biden, who is vice president, and these documents apparently had top secret on them, not marginally secret, not, hey, you should probably not walk away with this, but at very high up secret. And they are in his office at this institute, which just happened to be funded by China in significant degree. Isn't that delicious as well? And they're there. Now, Jonathan Turley wrote a pretty stinging op-ed today for the New York Post where he says, at the, essentially says at the very same time this occurred, Joe Biden was writing a book, which nobody has read, except for, <laughs> except for his editor. But by the way, Andrea Kay, did you know that Joe Biden has been granted millions of dollars uh, for book advances from companies that are owned by German families, families that are in Intensely climate change oriented. Uh, well, not surprised. Greta Thunberg's and, family, I'm assuming. Um, well, look, the, the publishing industry has consolidated so much of late. Yeah. But he's he got and look, other Democrats have as well, whereas Republicans uh, conservatives find a hard, much harder. But back to Joe Biden. So Turley, who is a Democrat. Pretty bitey says that he's writing his own, his own book at the same time. And in the book, Ukraine is discussed in other issues. So was he simply taking it for reference for writing a book, which, you know, you can ask uh, General Petraeus how that worked out for him to have right. his laptop yep. in his home. And that's all it took was for him to bring a laptop home that contained the information. Yes. So period, end of story. He broke the law. Yeah. Um, And if he was using it for personal gain, oh, my God, didn't Trump sell all that information to the Soviets and that resulted in World War Four? Yeah. (laughs) That's what they were claiming. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, It and nothing will be done, of course. Um, because nothing is done. Uh, the, the, and this, uh, somebody, former Republican was saying on MSNBC, oh, yeah, the Republicans are going to make some hay out of this because there should be one set of standards, not one for Republicans, one's for Democrats. No, there's, there, there, he's right in that sense, but that's an obfuscation. Um, it, it, this is not about, equally applying the law. It is not the same for a president of the United States or a former president as it is for a former vice president, as you said. He did not have the right to take these classified documents. And if he was a Republican, he'd probably, although I started to say if he was a Republican, he'd probably already be prosecuted. But the thing is, is now he's a sitting president. And it's just another gross example of why the feds Controlling the outcome of our elections in the manner in which you described is why we now have this corrupt person in the White House who's got a shield around him to protect him when more and more of his corruption is being revealed. 
Yeah, I, I, um, I on Newsmax today said uh, that in, if you remember, Obama's AG, Eric Holder, called himself Obama's wingman. Doesn't yeah. sound very independent. And Merrill Garland, I said, should start calling himself Biden's fixer. And so I, I disagree that nothing's going to happen. I think they're going to do a TV show for Merrill Garland, the fixer. Because <laughs> this is so beyond ridiculous. Look, it's beyond ridiculous that we don't have an independent counsel for, uh, for Hunter Biden, especially since it has been revealed that Hunter Biden... Uh, not only the data related to it, but that the FBI had, uh, let's just say, obstructed justice related to it. So yeah. there's now two, two levels of crimes involved in here. He hasn't done an independent counsel. That's a fix. That's what a fixer does. He buries things. Mm-hmm. And and now that's it. And. Look, Merrill Garland has no credibility on any subject. He lied about his strike team to go after parents, uh, if you remember that. Yeah. Now you have this. this I, I didn't think you could be worse than Eric Holder. Uh, yes, we have got there. Well, we, yeah, because Eric Holder was the, he he was a fixer, he was a cleaner uh on behalf of Obama, but now what we have is we have something worse. And I don't know if I don't know if it's it's uh, more appropriate to uh come up with a comparison to somebody within the USSR from Eric Garland or somebody within North Korea or somebody within uh Nazi Germany because when you when you set up a a, a counterterrorism unit in the United States of America, specifically to declare that parents and or American citizens uh, to call them domestic violence extremists and terrorists because they meet the following criteria: they question the outcome of an election, they question and don't like limited, they want limited government and question growing government. Uh, the the list even now includes things like um, questioning the Federal Reserve and the IRS and things related uh, to money in this country. That that level of tyranny, that level of fascism or totalitarian picurism is even worse than Eric Holder ever was. And and shame on Bill Barr. And Bill Barr is even worse than any of them to me, because when you're supposed to be part of the solution and all you do is I mean, at least we know with the left. They're spitting in our face, but the Bill Bars of the world, they, they, they pretend to be our friend. They pretend to be a champion for justice. And then meanwhile, they're no better than Merrick Garland. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I look, the, I, I warn about the nature of big government and the extent of, to this big government is always corrupt doesn't mean the president necessarily is corrupt, but because there's so much money and power being wielded that attracts corrupt people and ambitious people who, who uh, rationalize away reality, Gavin Newsom, you have in, in this situation. It's utterly absurd to think that if you go to a school board meeting and stand at the podium and I don't even care if you shout at a, a politician and to therefore say that you are any of those words that you use, clearly a First 
a, a First Amendment, uh, you know, freedom of speech assembly argument. And by the way, dissent is not dangerous to democracy. It is the mother of democracy. Mm-hmm. Literally, all three governments were born of dissent. A hundred percent of them to suggest that you should can take away that right. But this is what big government does. It moves to protect itself against those that would reduce it. Yeah. In fact, we had Adam Angievsky from Open the Books. Uh, dot com on the show last night, and he went through in detail of the 137 uh, agencies of the U.S. government that are now heavily armed, including things like um, not not even shotguns. What what was the type of weapon he was talking about last night? Skins. It was some kind of a high grade military weapon, and it was like the Social Security Administration. It's like what the huh? Why is the Social Security Administration, the Veterans Administration, and all these different agencies uh, buying up millions of rounds of ammunition and bombs and this and that? So this is what this is the intellectual disagreement I got uh, with a lot of people um, and especially calling this the deep state, because it makes it sound like these this current set of people are bad or that it's buried. No, this is actually the nature of big government in history. They do these things, which it and and so it's I am. Am I surprised to find out any of this? No, because this is what big governments do. Well, let me ask and, you this. Let me ask you this, because we got 30 seconds left. Is it is it so bloated and so big that it's that it's out of control and it's a freight train that's already gone and it can't be rolled back? No, look, Sweden's gone from 70 percent of government of the economy being government spending to down below 50 percent. It just takes citizens to stand up and then a a politician to champion their cause. Well, I like that the first thing that I'm proud, I had Biggs on the show last night, I'm I'm proud that he and others dug their heels in until they got some concessions. I still didn't like McCarthy as speaker, but the rules package passed. And I th- and one of the first things that they they're did, off to a good start. they're off to a good start. They defunded the expansion of the IRS, which was going to fund the eighty-seven thousand. Uh, now we've got uh, uh, we've got the, their plan. Supposedly they're going to they want to vote on abolishing the IRS and go into some kind of flat tax. So I when think I, when I ran for U.S. Senate, I ran on a flat tax. I know yeah. you remember. Yeah, of course I do. Um, but my, I mean, my favorite part of your run was when you crushed Camel in the debate. But I got to tell you that. It's not necessarily that hard because she ain't the brightest bulb in the room, my man. I will say at the time it seemed like a big deal, but now uh, not as much. <laughs> well, listen, you stay dry. You take care of yourself up there and uh, stay out of that storm's path because we need to keep you around for the laughs, my man. All right. Take Take it easy. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the left, speaking of the FBI uh, being overreaching, the left is upset today that the new GOP House is going to be investigating the weaponization of the FBI. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Don't go away. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I mean, are we just giving Joe Biden too hard of a time tonight? I mean, he is going out of his way to save the world by banning 
<laughs> By banning gas stoves. <laughs> Skins. I mean... I, 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 been I, one of the safest, cheapest <sighs> energy sources out there, and he wants to get rid of it. And here, yeah, um, and... Um, And it's always under the guise of looking out for us, right? The Consumer Product Safety Commission. They're just looking out for us, Skins. That's all. They're just looking out for us. The decision hasn't been made yet. So you foodies out there and you chefs and you home cooks know how much better it is to cook on gas. Thousand percent. Thousand times percent. And I don't want, I ain't going to any nice restaurant out there that ain't cooking on a gas stove. You think I'm going to go in? And, and drop, you know, it's $25 for a burger these days on something cooked on an electric stove. That's how much of a difference it makes in, in your meal and in your cooking, right? But if they're looking out for me, Skins, if they're just taking care of me and protecting well, me. that's what they're there for. I might be willing to eat a mediocre meal, right? Here's the deal, peeps. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is deliberating the action after research has shown. Who's doing that research? These are the same people trying to tell us we should get these shots? They showed that emissions from the appliances could lead to health and re- <laughs> and respiratory issues. How long have gas stoves been? I in have the- been around Andrea a gas stove. Let's see, I'm in my mid forties. Oh, about forty years of my life. It's but here's here's what the CPSC commissioner had to say. It's a hidden hazard. See, now they get to ban stuff, not because there's any actual threat, but because it's a hidden threat. This is about what it's always about. He, oh, he, here's what uh, Trumpka had to say, though, in a tweet. My guiding duty is protect here. He's doing his best Fauci impersonation. My guiding duty is protecting consumer health and safety. Gas stoves can emit dangerous level of toxic chemicals, even when not in use. And the USPSC will consider all approaches to regulation. Um, I guess they're relying in part on groups like the American Chemical Society, New York University's Law School Institute of Public Integrity. I don't want any, I'm not listening to anything coming out of any college upper crust. Let's take this a layer deeper, as Dave Elhoff likes to say, Andrea. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are already reports that a lot of these electric charging station for cars we're not going to have the electricity to power them all across the nation but they want everybody to be on an electric stove right there's about they, exactly uh there's a quote there's about 50 years of health studies showing that gas stoves are bad for our health and the strongest evidence is on children and children's asthma i dare you to prove to me that any childhood any child with asthma has anything at all to do with the dang stove they literally sit around all day long, literally looking for something that they can seize control over, all to push this narrative. And it's about it's about conditioning, condi- continuing to condition us that the government, their job, the government government's role in our life is to take care of us. And even if this is what they said it was, Andrea, which it's not, but if it was, so they're going to go ahead and get rid of everybody's gas stove, and they're going to buy us a new one, right? Well, I, I don't know what's going to happen to yeah to the stove that you already have. I guess it's just going; those are going to go away by attrition, and you're not going to be able to buy any new ones. But this is, you know, where does it end? 
So so they're claiming this is the cause of childhood asthma. Um, could it possibly be because maybe a parent in the home is, is smoking cigarettes? Cigarettes are still legal to buy. There's all kinds of asthma. There's all kinds of reasons for childhood asthma. Some of which, some of the issues that we're inflicting on children and their health has to do with these uh, poison injections called vaccines. Cory Booker, he voiced his support to take action against the appliances. This is the greatest threat uh, to our lives, apparently, to these people. Uh, House Judiciary said, secure the border, no. Curb inflation for working families, no. Ban gas stoves, yep. This is just absolute, just continued. Oh, Banny, uh, somebody said here, uh, John, uh, Jill Notini, vice president with the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers, noted the inefficiency of the ban. Ventilation is really where this discussion should be. Rather than banning one particular type of technology, banning one type of a cooking appliance is not going to address the concerns about overall indoor air quality. We need some behavior change. We need people to turn on their hoods when they're cooking. Yeah, you turn it on your vent hood to suck that up. You can't prevent somebody from, from – there are so many different – this and, and this is, is, is tied into COVID because the idea that so many Americans bought into the notion that government somehow plays a role in trying to protect us and that there is a way for government – to stop us from ever getting a disease, a virus, have an asthmatic condition or anything else. You could have an electric stove. In fact, when I grew up, I did not have an electric uh, an electric ho- stove in my home until probably 32, my 30s. And I grew up with severe allergies, inner ear infections. I have lung issues, grew up with constant, um, not just sinus infections, but upper respiratory infections because I grew up in the South at a time in which people still smoked. You, <laughs> one time I went into a Waffle House to meet somebody for a business meeting. <laughs> and the, the hostess said, you are smoking or non-smoking? And the entire place was like sitting in the middle. It's like having your head in an ashtray. It's like, there's no non-smoking. What are you asking me about here? That's what I grew up with. Some of the worst fumes I ever had was when mama burnt some fried chicken or something on the stove. I had to inhale it. I mean, the idea that government... Well, and on that point, Andrea, it's actually tougher to regulate how a dish is going to come out when you're cooking on an electric device. You can't regulate away every illness that's going to take place in this country. And in fact, government stepping in is creating illnesses. We now have the American Pediatrics Association saying, we've got an obesity problem with children. Much of it was created. It's been on the rise for a while, but I think it escalated something like 40% because they shut down schools, put healthy kids at home who sat around all day eating and getting fat. And now the Pediatrics Association has come out and said, we can't wait for them to become adults to get surgery for weight loss. Now children as young as 12 have to be put under the knife. When what, because our society has gone to letting the government tell us how we should live our lives. The government's going to protect us. Tell us what stove we can eat. Tell us whether or not we can leave our house. Tell us whether or not we got to put a, fa- a cloth over our face. And the end result of all of this so far has been to make Americans sicker. Nobody's healthier. Nobody's healthier, healthier at all from government intervention. 
we talked about this last night or, or the night before. At no point have they come out and said honestly about the real cause of death. Everybody's going to get sick and get viruses, but why and who are the most vulnerable to die COVID? It was it was the over uh, the senior citizens with multiple comorb- multiple comorbidities, comorb- right? And they have not come out and said, "Hey, lose weight, exercise, get in shape, don't smoke because this is a cardiovascular thing." And with children, part of the problem we've got, it, one of the reasons why obesity was increasing with children is we stopped having kids go play outside we stopped having kids go ride their bikes all day no kids were sitting around on their devices all day and watching tv all day and so then that was even before covid uh we don't have we're not uh, you know our portions are out of control we're just not living our life uh, you know and and it's an individual responsibility as adults and it's a parental responsibility as parents and the solution to everything now with the u.s government is big pharma Big Pharma, don't take care of yourself. We're not going to tell you to eat right and exercise. We're not going to tell you to put the fork down. We're not going to tell you to not do drugs. No, we're going to legalize drugs. We're going to help you do drugs. We're going to do everything we can to make you sicker and sicker and sicker. And then we're going to tell you the solution is medical intervention. That's the play. And who and who's getting and who's better off on the other side? The people who have the money in the Big Pharma. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Skins is going to share with you guys everything you need to know about the storms happening in uh, California. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. We had some, woke up to some rain this morning. There's some amazing surf happening in San Diego County. Um, so while we are just a little bit of some rain here and there and the benefits of the storm for us is that we've got some really cool looking waves. It's great for surfers, got some good surf conditions. The rest of the state is not faring so well with the storm. And our man, DJ Potato Skins, is going to tell everybody what you need to know. Take it away, my man. Well, it's been a lot of heavy rain, Andrea, in the state uh, over the last couple of weeks, especially in Northern California. It's probably not going to let up anytime soon. More storms, especially in Northern California tomorrow. And they're also calling for storms by the end of the week in the next week, not just for Northern California. Here in San Diego, we're expected to get rain Saturday through next Tuesday. And there's lots of fears going on out there, more flooding going on for Northern California. So far, the storms that have already passed, at least 17 people uh, have unfortunately lost their lives. That's definitely not a good thing. And about 34,000 People are remaining under evacuation orders statewide. Uh, how many people? Thirty-four thousand. Wow, that's that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So prayers for them. I know that there was either a five or a six-year-old missing. I think in San Luis Obispo, um, got swept away in some water. So prayers. Yeah, lots for- of flood alerts. Lots of risks of mudslides going on out there. So yeah, be so- careful. Prayers for this, that they find this little boy. I saw some crazy evacuation videos, just storm waters. And it's and, and, and every time there's something like this, people, uh, you, it's hard to tell how deep the water is. And people will think they can drive through it. And then they get trapped. And yeah, so you always they, see a video of somebody thinking they can grow to the other right. side. Yeah, so it's just incredibly dangerous. Please don't take any risks if you're listening to me and you're somewhere in, in the part of the state. I think Montecito, kind of central coast, I think is 
getting the worst of it. That's what uh, I'm reading. Yeah. yeah. So um, really dangerous out there. And again, there. this isn't ending anytime soon. Uh, by Friday, the clouds are going to be uh, dropping some more rain all the way through next Tuesday. Um. Well, thank you for that. We're going to continue uh, to pray uh, over everybody, and hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully, um, it won't get any worse. At least, and it'll get better real soon. Going to read a couple emails for y'all um, before we take a break. Uh, um, here's uh, someone. Anthony says, "I listen to your show or try to on my way home from work. There's something like this music in the background. It sounds like Bollywood music." Um. So is there any way you can boost that this? That sounds like if they're listening on radio, Andrea, l- little fun fact, uh, when we switch over to night power, every station does in San Diego. Sometimes there is bleed through from south of the border. That is nothing we can control. Yeah. He asked if there's any way w- we can boost the signal. I especially hear it around La Jolla. Nothing we can do, my man. So here's, well, here's what you can do. Um, you can uh, download an app. You can... Um, Listen online on the stream at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And, of course, if you miss any of the show, you can always listen to the podcast. Let me catch a couple of other emails here. Mo says, from Biggs, um, Biden stole classified documents, stored them when he was VP. He said entire family compromised and must be investigated. Let's hear will be investigated. No more tough talk. We want actions, indictments, prosecutions. We want accountability for blanking once. This from Truth Social. Amen. Uh, can't wait for Biggs' next biz, uh, visit. Y'all know him. That's one reason why I love my man Biggs. He, he talks like we talk about stuff. He wants crap to happen like we want things to happen. You know, he's, he's, I mean, he's not quite as, you know, rough talking as Trump, but he ain't far off from it. Him and, him and Gates, this is, this is what we need. We, we need more bigs. And, um, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't have time. I'll have to play the clip next, next, uh, hour. But right now we know that one of the things that bigs and others got in the concessions from the House, is that there's going to be a select committee to investigate the FBI. And you've got to believe that there's some power in that because if there was, if this was going to be a no big, no big deal, the left would not be so apoplectic about it and so hysterical. I think I've got time to read a couple more emails here. Um, uh, Diane says, all of our prayers answered and you sound so good. Skid, skins did so wonderful as usual, filling in, but it scared us. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing and Andrea, all uh, that, for blessing Andrea and all that concerns her. Thank you so much. I'm still, I'm still exhausted from, from it all. I'll share the details with you guys sometime in the future. Still trying to recuperate from everything that went down with me, but the Lord delivered me from a nightmare and I am so, so blessed, especially to have you guys out there there as my friends and family love you all we'll see you in a few moments three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.